Hello, you're listening to the Hibs Talk. I'm your host, Stuart, uh, for this evening. And uh, because Gav is on holiday and he's lying on his sofa eating Empire biscuits, uh, which he usually brings into the show. Uh, tonight, uh, we've got Dave. All right. All right. And we've got Stuart. All right. Right, so this is going to be difficult tonight because I've got two Stuarts, me Stuart, so we're going to call me Papa Stuart, because I'm the old one. I'm the old <laughs> one out of the, the lot of us here. Uh, I think um, I'm catching you up, to be fair. Are you? I don't know, are you? What, what, what age are you then, Stuart? I'm 35. Oh, compared to the other whippersnappers on this... Like, I know, I know. Aye, well, well, you've got 20 years, mate, to catch oh. up. Aye. Going right into it, the game against St Johnston. Now, I think we'll go to you, Stuart, and we'll ask, um, <laughs> what do you think about the game against St Johnston? Oh, I thought it was a fantastic bit of football. Uh, Bayern Munich would have been proud of that. Um, you know what? It's not always going to be pretty. I, I think that's fair to say. How many times have we seen Hibs playing so well, looking the business, and then walking away from absolutely nothing from it? Uh, it wasn't quite snatching victory from the jaws of defeat, but I don't think anyone's going to be able to sit there and kind of remind themselves of the time that, that we won 1-0 at McDermott Park. But we've got an unbelievable record against St. Johnson. I think before that game kicked off, I read somewhere the last 21 games was seven wins to Hibs, seven wins to St. Johnson, and seven draws. So there's really not a lot to decipher between any of us there. Yeah, correct. Now, Dave, what do you think? Um, now, we were watching it in um, a bar on Sunday, uh, Bar 24, um, and it's been bringing us good luck because we keep on we keep on actually seeing the results coming in. So, what do you think about the game? That uh, wasn't a classic. It's not going to be repeated on Sky uh, during the next pandemic, anyway. <laughs> I'll be watching that one again. Um, but just decent result in it, but... To be fair, mate, I was half pushed. I can't remember half the game. <laughs> I know, that's why we're asking Stuart. I'm glad you came <laughs> on, Stuart. Um, well, the things that we can remember, um, uh, what about, well, we're, we were actually quite lucky with regards to the, the goal that St Johnston got uh, chopped off because it was, what, at least a, a yard, I would imagine, Dave, that he was uh, offside. Right, no, definitely lucky. Like, but I can't really remember the last time we had luck like that. It always seems to go against us, so complain, but Marciano had a bit of a nightmare there. He just he got away with it. There, there is an online debate going on that he saw the flag so he came out half hearted. How accurate that is, mm, not sure. Well, it's actually funny how you thought you know, you you're you're saying that sure because when I've seen the rerun the next game day, I had a look at that and he did come out half heartedly and he was he's like Halfway through there, and he just put his hand up as if he seen something like you know he was offside. But I think he got away with it. Definitely had, got him. That Hibbs did. Maybe he had flashbacks to last season. Mind last season, he came fleeing out and got sent off it, up there. That's true. Ah, that's right. Aye. Probably thought shit. I can't come because it was the same end and everyone. So he's probably like, nah. I'll, I'll just throw myself at this a wee bit. But, uh, well, well, there you go. There's a lot differently, isn't it? There's a lot turned. But look at the uh, St. Johnson players when that ball went in. None of them were celebrating. None of them were convinced that it was onside themselves. Does that sell it a bit as well? Aye, well, I think when it shows you a couple of frames later, like, he is quite offside. I think it was Horgan that was playing him on. If 
I can remember rightly. Um, and then, was it Horgan? I think you're right. Who cares? Somebody in a green tap, anyway. Well, well, listen, guys, we, we've got a rub of the green there, but on the other hand, we didn't get a rub of the green because, in my opinion, uh, it's only mine, um, Doidge's goal, God knows what was wrong with that. Now, there again, guys, you know, you know what, what, what's your thoughts? Bit of a flashback to the old um, uh, playoff game versus uh, Falkirk. Does the ball ball um, for it there. I could see why it was getting chopped off. If it had been scored against us and given, we wouldn't have been happy. But it goes back to what Dave was saying about luck. Sometimes it's not going for you. Um, I, I think it was the right decision in the end. Maybe green tint specs, you could have got away with that one. Uh, bodies on the ground, hits off somebody. He's quickest to react. No impediment on the keeper. But that was the decision. If you hadn't seen it like a million times already, like down south, like any touch of the hand for a striker, then it's a handball. Like who was it? There was an Arsenal game, I think, and the boy actually fell out of the ball, and it like touches his hand ever so slightly, and it wasn't even in. If it didn't even feel like it was in the same phase of play, and it all got pulled back for because of that one moment. So I've definitely seen harsher ones, so that probably makes it feel a wee bit more understandable. If that had just happened to us. And I hadn't seen all that beforehand. I would be like, nah. Right. Well. Well. Okay. Right. Let's let's see that it could be like a one-all with regards the decisions. I bet a nothing game. So we can fast forward to the, about the ninetieth minute, and of course, what your thoughts? Definitely penalty, in my opinion. Oh, clumsy! I'm telling you, if you see that at a kid's level. Yeah, I'm not going to say you're going to be shouting at a kid, but you're going to explain to them why you're crashing through the back of uh, two attacking players when you've got no chance of getting the ball. That's what it comes down to. Dave, was it a penalty on Porteous or was it a penalty on Hanlon? See, if I'm honest, I think it's quite a harsh penalty. I mean, you're going to disagree with ah. me, but I, I didn't really see. I think we're a wee bit fortunate that it got gained. Um, it could have easily just been missed because they were both kind of at it. Like um, I've watched it that many times, and I'm no, still not convinced what actually happens. Like who gets shoved? Like just kind of. See, I, 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 Dave, I, I, I thought it was actually on Porteous because yeah. when he, when he, when he, the, I don't know who the defender was. When the defender hit him, he went down and he went into Hanlon and brought Hanlon down as well. So I, I thought it was on Porteous, but you know, anyway, we got it. You know, we got the decision. You've got to look at these things, and it's something I've discussed with mates doing the pub uh, down here so many times, that if that happens anywhere else on the park, something that stupid or clumsy, it's a free kick. How's that not a penalty? Yeah, correct. So we've got it. And now, this is a question. If you were in Marlon's shoes, who you have not been kicking a ball for the, for the team, you come on, I think you had half an hour he played, Came on for Scotty Allen. Now, would you be up to hit that ball <laughs> in the last seconds? You put it down to great management. Um, obviously, had belief in the, in the player coming off the bench. First time he's played in a long time. And you know what? He's got the strength to kick it. We all know what he can do from distance. Even if the keeper goes the right way, his hand's no stopping that. 
Nah, the, the way he hits a ball, like it's probably he's well, that is his strength, isn't it? He's he's definitely weaker at other parts of the game, but the way he strikes a ball is is what he's all about. So, and then he's the type of player that will see when he's at training and that he'll just want to just hit shots and that all the time. So in the last few months, that's what they've been doing. A great three points, guys. Got out of jail, done the bus, done the road in the bus. Happy, everybody happy, yeah. No, it's it's decent, but I am a wee bit concerned about the last three games that we have played. I'll just be honest. I'll take the results. I'll take Ben Tap, and this is probably like why Herb's fans never happy, or why am I never happy? But I just think if this is how we're going to play our season, we won't get that lucky again in a game where we get a penalty like that in the 90th minute and then a goal that should have been in disallowed. I just think I'd, I'm a wee bit concerned. And a bit, the only good thing is Jack Ross did say that he we played bad. So the fact that he can see it, I'd be concerned if he didn't see it and he came out like, I don't know, you see um, Aberdeen playing bad every week and then Dent McInnes coming out and saying it was a good performance. I'd be worried if we had that. But the fact we don't and he said we're going to strengthen then, aye. Um, absolutely, but I also want to combat that with I'll, I'll be the glass half full one, Dave, if you don't mind. Um, we've played three teams that are just going to clog up the play. Dundee United, St. Johnson, Motherwell have all just kind of come to niggle at us, not kind of hacking and fouling, but it was a very kind of Aberdeen type performance from them. How are you meant to play football against that? Yeah, no, I get that, but in this at the same time, they've played bad the, the first three first halves. And it seems to be that we just, we're not changing who we were playing in the first half. And then we'll wait until midway through the second half and then we tweak it. And it's like teams are maybe got to sussed a wee bit um, to how to play. Whereas when we set up the way we're setting up at, at the start of the game. Yeah, well, I've, it, it isn't nice to watch the last couple of games. However, you know, I've said that at the start of the, uh, the programme here that I'm older and I've seen a lot of bad teams at Easter Road, um, especially in the 80s, uh, when we were going through a change. And we, honestly, we, we never got anywhere. It was horrible to watch and we never got the points. So getting the points, we were jumping up and down, Dave. You, can, you know, uh, you, I know you've I got to. I'm at the moon. I've fucking we won. So, and we're... Aye. Up the league, and then see, of course. see if we play shit all season and win the league. I'm not, I'm not going to moan. <laughs> so <laughs> no, oh that's good. That'll be that'll be that'll be one then. Yeah, right. be hypocritical there. So well, well, we can. You know, we've spoke about this in Johnston game. We've and what you said, we've never played well for the last few games. But that's always they always say a good team um, always churns out you know the points, and we've done it now. We've played five games, we've got 13 points, and if we had been asked that at the start of the season, we would have bit everybody's arm off. So we've got to say, right, we've got it, we've got 13 points, and we're at the top of the league. So apart from goal difference. And how many times have you seen us with our, no offence to the teams we played, a relatively straightforward start to the season, as in we've not played Aberdeen, obviously we've not got a derby, we've not played the old firm, and we've taken our advantages. Yeah. We do have that points total. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, agree. I just, 
I want to say we've got more entertainment in my football, if I'm being honest, but that's just me. I think we all do, Dave, but um, at this moment in time, if, if we can entertain near the end of the season when we've got the points and we're safe and we're, we're, you know, we're in a good position. But I'm happy, and I think most of us are. Um, we've got 13 you know, points, so drop two, I'm you know, over the moon with it. Now, the game coming up, big game, um, Hibs-Aberdeen. Um, this is a big one, because they're, they're going to be coming on the back of two, two uh, wins as well, two, two back-to-back wins. Um, so their they're dander will be up and out. So what do you think? Um, predictions on uh, Sunday, I'm going to say Saturday, on Sunday, what do you think that we have to, how we have to play against them? Because they have got their strengths. I think it's fair to say it's our it's our first big test other than that pitch at uh, Livingston. But you know what? However much it doesn't matter or matters right now, we're the home team. We we should be able to control them. We know what Aberdeen are going to come and do. They're going to come and foul and foul and foul and try and hit us on the break uh, with it. It's what they do every time. McInnes' tactics don't change. We beat them last season 3-0 and it's probably one of the highlights of the season um, last year. I don't see why we can't do the same again to them. Yeah, well, I agree with that. And Dave, any changes that you think? I would actually start Dre Wright because I thought he looked pretty decent when he came on. And last season, that 3-0 game that Stuart's talking about, uh, that Boyle played really well in that game. And we seem to keep catching Aberdeen like in behind. So if you've got right and Boyle, like, playing right and left, then that, I think that would probably work. So you would really want to kind of go the 3-5-2, yeah. have Boyle up top, because we're not sure what's happening with Nisbet. That'd be brilliant, yeah. 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 Right, so, right, well, what's, um, if that's the thing, it's, it's quite simple. We're just moving one player and changing it to a 3-5-2. Your predictions, Dave, what, what's the score going to be? I'm going to say 2 0 Hibs. Stuart? I was going to say the same thing. So was I. I've got 2 0 written down here. You've been allowed to agree with me. Folk agree with me every week. Anyway, so it's fine. Right, so 2 0. Stuart? You know know Gav's going to shout at us when he does the um, kind of graphic for it, though. Aye. Aye, because it's a really boring graphic, eh? Yeah. Well, Uh, I'll say 3 1. There you go. 3 1. 3 1. Right, okay, 3-1. We'll lose a goal from open play. There it is. Well, there you go. I'm, 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 sticking, I'm, I'm sticking with 2-0 because I still think that uh, what I've seen from Aberdeen, I wasn't um, over-impressed. They got a, a lucky goal against St. Johnston. They were very poor. And, no, I just... I just I, as, as you said at Easter Road, Dave, I think that... Or, or sure you said it. We can get in behind them. We can... We can control can control it. So I think I think we can we can beat Aberdeen. I think it's the time to get them. So I'm going for a two 0 Dave two 0 and your three one Stuart. Yeah, from a buddy who paid thirteen quid to watch Red TV on Sunday, Aberdeen versus Livingston. I believe they weren't brilliant there either. Yeah, well, I uh, <laughs> I was listening to it. Well, we tried to before uh, before the Hibs game. 
Thanks again for listening, folks. Make sure you follow us at HFC Talk. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you check out 12thmanmedia.com, the new home of fans media. 